Are we live? We're live. We're good. Well, no, we're not live. We're, we're, <laughs> we're rolling. We're rolling. We are uh, hitting the record button. I'm going to sip some water here because And uh, to all of you folks out there, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. This will probably go out because um, Halloween's on a Sunday. Maybe Saturday. Probably, yeah, Friday. End of the, it'll be at the end of the week. End of the week. But regardless, you're going to Halloween parties already. Yeah, because up. everyone's going to Halloween parties you know, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, Halloween. Since we're no longer able or slash allowed to, you know, go trick or treating, we we celebrate Halloween. We wouldn't like well were, before. Were you gonna go trick or No, of course not. Of course I wasn't gonna. I'm just saying, <laughs> since we've gotten to that age where that's not like socially acceptable anymore, we're doing stuff well before Halloween. You know, dressing up, going to. You, you know, know who you went trick or treating? Michael Myers. Oh. <laughs> How's that for a segue? You know huh? what they say, hoes don't freeze on Halloween and neither does Michael Myers. Um <laughs> why, why would you say that? I don't know. Um either way, know. this is our Halloween episode and it is. what better movie to talk about on Halloween than, than the, Halloween. The titular ha- Halloween. It's Halloween. It, it literally it there you go. Halloween. Perfect. Perfect. We're smart, man. We can. We're so good at this. We can. So we both have seen the Halloween Kills, the yes. newest Halloween, the newest, uh, uh, the the sequel slash third movie in the new Halloween timeline, right? Which and the second in the trilogy somehow. Yes. Kind of weird. The second in the new trilogy, but the third in the new timeline. Which basically gets rid of everything after the original 1978 Halloween, right? And says, "Yeah, Halloween is now the sequel to Halloween." Ha- Halloween makes- was the sequel to Halloween, and Halloween Kills is the sequel to Halloween. Here's here's, here's which a, is also the third installment of Halloween. Here's a simple fi- here's a simple fix to this whole call problem. them all Halloween. Either that, or why not just call it. Halloween returns. I think it should be no. I think it should be Halloween 1978, Halloween 2018, Halloween 2021, <laughs> Halloween 2022. That would be <laughs> so all, funny. They're all just Halloween, and there's just a year at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing: you're calling it Halloween Kills, so you're like you're in in that title. You're implying that Michael Myers is also referred to as Halloween because you're saying Halloween Kills. Okay, so. He killed like so. He is Halloween. Yes. So why not just say Halloween Returns or Halloween Awakens or whatever you want to call think, it, so I you think don't confuse everyone, the shit out of people. I think the first one should have been Halloween, nineteen seventy-eight. The 20, original twenty eighteen should have just been called The Shape. Ooh. Twenty twenty-one should have been called The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. And then I the like last that. one should have just been Michael Myers. I like that. That would have been cool, right? Or you, or yeah, since like his original name, like in in like in John Carpenter's uh, scores for movies, he's he's often called the Shape. Like that's the title of the, that's, well, that's included that's what in he's, the title. Th- that's his <clears throat> character's name, right? That's what he's um, credited like the, as, right? He's, as he's credited. The, as, the yeah. actors are credited as the Shape. The Shape. Which, Which by that's the way, badass. Fucking amazing name for a villain. Yeah, insane. That would have been, but cool. it's also yeah. it's also just a nickname. Like I think in these two, these yeah. two newer ones, we mm-hmm. only hear him called the shape once. I think so. Other than that, he's the boogeyman or he's Michael Myers. Right, right. Which is also him being the boogeyman. Like that's dude, this whole thing. There, there's so much. All the Michael like, Myers is such an interesting villain. Oh yeah, fascinating, fascinating villain, and. What I what I really liked um, 
so what we're we're kind of covering the the two newer we're covering Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills yeah in this in this review um what I what I what I really liked about Halloween 2018 was that it, it basically said you know what fuck everything after Halloween 1978 that's all bullshit it wasn't done well this is the new timeline mm-hmm. we're we're starting we're starting kind of from from scrap and we're 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 redoing all of that stuff because really what came after the original Halloween was not that great. It was weird. They tried to tie Laurie Strode in as like a sibling of Michael. There were like, there were like Halloween underwater. Yeah. Or like Sub-Zero. Ugh, so oh, much. I forget what it was called, but there was one where it was like in the Arctic. I'm pretty or sure like, it was called Halloween H2O. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It's just fucking. They, it they, just, they did too much. So much of it sucked. <laughs> and, you know, uh, the, the, the studio came out um, with, you know, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride, who was a co-writer. Yeah. Weird comedy guy co-writing. And you, you get bits of that kind of comedy in the Halloween 2018. Yeah, you do a little um, bit. And he's, I don't I don't know if he was credited as a writer on these. He's executive producer. He's credited, I know he's, cre- he he is credited as a writer on okay. the first one. I think he's credited in the second one too. I'd have to, I'd have to look back for Halloween Kills. But you know the these two movies are a complete retcon and i think a a wonderful retcon because at halloween 2018 kind of reestablished that this this whole series is just about a crazed killer who may not be human but they're not really going to lean into that idea they're just going to kind of sprinkle that idea around a little bit right. and not really make that like some weird focal point that they're dealing with some like the, some some supernatural issue. I mean we don't it's not or, really confirmed until spoiler alert, heavy spoiler alert. It's not really confirmed until the end of Halloween kills right that the shape is not human. Right, and even then, even at the end, they they don't re- like, they don't know. It's not like someone comes out and he's like, he's not human. It's just like he goes through so much shit in that this, he would in be Halloween dead. Kills that you're like, oh, oh, they they fucking got him. Yeah. And then he gets up and you're like, okay, something, something's but happening. That was, that's so that not was something here. I actually really enjoyed that. It became kind of a became kind of a trope that just played out over and over throughout these two movies where. Right shit happens to Michael Myers and you're like, yeah, there's no way he survived that. Right. And he just keeps surviving it. And that's what adds to the terror of Michael Myers. That's that's what makes this character so scary. Right. But it was like, it never got old watching him just like, because, because what we, what we kept witnessing was people who we thought we were like, Oh, they finally got him. Yeah. And, that, and that's oh, yeah. and that's what this town is going through. That's what the right. law enforcement is going through. Mm-hmm. That that idea of we got him. We finally got him. Right. We finally are going to be able to move on from yeah. Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And we don't get that satisfaction. The right. characters certainly don't get that satisfaction. Yeah. Because he's he kind of just becomes inevitable. I think that's one of the one of the things I love about these two new movies is you have so many people still like trying to cling on to the idea that Michael Myers is just a, he's tangible, he's human, he can be defeated. And yeah. really the only person who doesn't think that is Laurie Strode, our main character. Right. Who, by the way, in, well, and a, even then she's going to try her hardest. Exactly. But she, she I don't think I don't think she necessarily even believes in what she's doing. Mm-mm. 
And that's what I one of the things I really loved about these um these two movies, Halloween and Halloween Kills, is Laurie Strode is established as like this um kind of like a hermit. Like she's very estranged from her whole family because she's she was so affected by this when she was a teenager that it she was never really able to get over it. And yeah. she's just kind of continually spiraled into this place where she has gates around her house and spotlights and, and dummies hidden all around her property to throw people off. And she's she's really um, gotten to this place where she's not she's not okay but you can't really blame but her you wouldn't either be. like you would be fucked exactly. up if you 100%. witnessed and lived through what she witnessed and lived yeah. through that's like i remember i remember when i watched halloween 2018 for the first time i was like man Laurie strode's kind of fucked up but also yeah. i get it like yep. i'd probably honestly i'd probably have a lot of the same things too i'd have a stash of guns in my basement and gates around my house and i would be watching and paying attention to every single movement that this serial killer has if he's being transported to another another facility or if something happened like i'm gonna know every single movement that this guy could possibly have yeah and that's one thing i that's again that's one thing i really liked about these new films is is how they the direction they took laurie strode's character i think was very well thought out and it works it works really well in the in the confines of these of these two movies that we've we've gotten so far um one of the things i really like too is that they've kind of they've taken all of the lore of what we've gotten from previous Halloween movies and really kind of burned it down to a, a kind of a base. There's there's no super extraneous story threads or plot threads. The, yeah. the, they've really brought it back down to Michael Myers trying to kill people. For whatever reason, there's these certain characters that are like super involved and tied to it. But there's no reason other than they're just kind of getting in the way, right? Sure. And because of that, it really allows these two films to have this very moody, atmospheric style. Like, the one thing I loved about these two movies is how stylistic they are and how interesting kind of the ki- how interesting the kills are and how, you know, they've gotten rid of so much just extra baggage that these the, the other Halloween movies have had. And it kind of harkens back to the original 1978 Halloween, just this very well shot, atmospheric, dark, kind of uh, spooky slasher movie. Right? Well, and and the concept of the original Halloween is so simple. Right. Yeah. And what I think is interesting is that not only do we see characters like Laurie Strode, and then through that, her daughter and her granddaughter kind of fall deeper and deeper into this pit of like just constantly worrying about Michael Myers. Right. Where that's all that they can think about. We see those characters fall deeper into it, especially in this um, most recent version. In Halloween Kills, yeah. But we also see Michael Myers almost like fall deeper into his role as, as the this, shape as the shape as the, he the starts he starts and we saw a little bit of this before but he starts like staging the bodies after he kills them right to right. to whatever like because he's fucked in the head yeah because like, that's yeah, literally why the reason why does he do this uh because we don't know because that's but it. also the the original story started with him killing what five people 
I think so. Yeah. Or like, six if you count maybe not his even, childhood. Cause right, he, right. His sister. And, but so in the original, yeah. he kills five people. Right. By the end of this movie, he's killed dozens. He's yeah. killed 40 people. By the end of Halloween like, Kills. And Halloween right? Kills alone, I mean, God, I couldn't even. It's at, it's 20 plus, I think, Dude, at least. And this movie was brutal. It was like like brutal. sometimes hard to watch brutal. Oh, yeah. Like the the scene with the couple in the like the first couple after the firefighters. Oh yeah, the lady who's like you know flying the little drone around. Yeah, when he when he throws it out of the closet, and he also when he just breaks the bolt, the light bulb, oh. and pulls it down and just yeets it into her neck. Dude, I was I, <laughs> I and I'm I'm pretty reactive when I watch yeah. movies in theaters. You, you you know we've watched movies together. I I go like oh oh my god like <laughs> yeah. when that happened I was just like fuck dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting in the theater like. Holy shit! Dude, there was and there was a lot of moments like that where he's, it's almost just as scary watching him interact with his environment yeah. as it is watching him interact with the characters. Right. Like when he's walking through a house and he just punches a light bulb to get the lights to turn off. Yeah. He's like walking through just breaking shit. Mm-hmm. When he's like that, when he catches the drone that this lady is flying and throws right. it back out of the closet, mm-hmm. and or- and it's absolutely terrifying. Watching him just walk everywhere. Just walk around. Just All he does is walk around, and if you run, he will catch you. Does he ever change his speed? I don't, I don't think so. I think he does. And, dude, in the scene where he is um, – he was this in the first one or the second one? The, the, when they're babysitting the little kid. That's in the first That's one. That's in the first one. Yeah, okay. yeah. In 2018. Mm-hmm. When they when the cops get to the house and they run into that house of the little kid and yeah. they're like searching the house and you just see him slowly pass just through the doorway, walk, just walk by. down the stairs. He's getting shot at. Doesn't care. He's just no, walking. Just walking and it's out. horrifying. Yeah, it's almost as if like he knows. He he, he he Michael knows that there is something supernatural to his existence. Right. And but everyone else is just like. Oh, if we just shoot at him and get him, he'll be dead. And he's just walking around like fucking. No, you won't. Yeah. Well, and and even the characters, I don't think the characters in the movie fully understand him. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, because he's kind of he's being studied from like a psychological standpoint, and the description of him as what did they say? He's a child with a grown man's strength and the mind of an animal. Yes, like right. first of all, that's a perfect description. Great for nailed it. Michael Myers as a character, right? But also, it kind of shows this shallow view that they have of him because he, right. his <clears throat> Michael Myers as a villain mm-hmm. and as a serial killer yeah, is a whole lot more in depth than that. And there's a lot more to him that we could never comprehend that or you the, could, the right. characters could never comprehend. Well, and that they could never figure out either because he'll, he, he's the, he's the, He's the villain that never speaks, never shows his hand. Right. Right. Yeah. We, you can never figure out why, really figure out why he does what he does because he'll never say, yeah. His his only instinct is just getting somewhere, which I think they'll probably kind of dive into in this last movie, like what he's really where he's really trying to go yes, or what I he's really so trying too. to do. But that's what again, that's one of the things I love about these two movies is that they're just adding to the confusion. They're just adding yeah. to, to the confusion of why of 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 the town, like why this town, why these people. Well, what and it, his motivation seems so simple. Right. In the first movie, we think he's trying to go after his sister. Right. Like he like unfinished business type thing. And then right. it's kind of we figure out like he was more being guided to her. 
right. than him trying to get there. And then right. in this second one, he's just trying to go home. Like he's he just wants just, to go back to his childhood home. Right. And but people just keep kind of running after people him. People get in his way, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. But then we see him somehow survive a mob. A mob, Where literally. he kills every single one of them. Of like 20 people with, with knives and, and pitchforks and bats. And and he winds up he winds up back at his home. He kind of, he, he, yeah. he reaches the goal that we think he's chasing. Right. But we also know that there's another movie. We know that right. that's not where it ends. Yeah. And I love the way too, how we never... We never get to see his face in right. full. In full. When he's on the when he's on the TV screen, it's blurry. When he's in yeah. the background, there's that super it's blur. When his mask is taken when off, the, that super wide shot. Yep, when, in the flashback. When Lori's daughter, or like when Lori's daughter gets the mask off and she's oh, yeah. like standing at the bottom of the steps, and he's yeah. in the. Then we get that extra wide shot where he's in frame, but he's not focused, so you can't we, see. We never get to make his out his face, face. and it yeah. almost looks like whenever the mask comes off, it almost looks like it's a new person each mm-hmm. time. Like you, mm-hmm. but. The thing is, for his, they also they went through the effort of continuity. They brought back Nick Castle as the shape. I believe he played him in the original. He does. Not he at it, least he at least does like the voice, like yes. the breathing and stuff. Not I think that it matters because there's three people credited as the shape in this movie. Right. Which and I'm he, guessing one is the body double. Right. One is like whenever he does take his mask off. Well, so that whenever his mask is off, and it, that were, is Nick Castle. Whenever, yes. whenever the mask is on, it's someone else. Because Nick Castle's pretty old and not like super mobile anymore. Whenever he's like seventy-five. Yeah. Whenever he's, he's yeah. whenever the mask is on, he is James Courtney. Yes, James Courtney. That's right. Um, but they they went through the effort for that continuity. But the thing about Michael Myers is that the person doesn't matter. Right. Who he is does yeah. not matter. Like yeah. we know, like Michael Myers is his actual name. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. That it's just who he is. Like we just, know yeah. who Michael Myers is because right. that's what his name is. Right. But the fact that he's the shape is what matters. Correct. His mask is what matters. The mask is what matters. What he does with the mask on and kind of what you talked about, like all the, the brutal menacing moment, like whenever he's, um, whenever he's, uh, killed the, that couple in like, I think it's like a trailer home. And, uh, the wife is sitting there like bleeding out. And she's watching him pull knives out of the knife rack and just stab her husband with them. Like, in those moments, you see him kind of, like, like look like, okay, yeah, this is the right knife. And then just pound yeah. it into this guy. There are so many, so many moments like that just pieced into both of these I movies mean, at, like, that just are so fucking brutal. As man. a character, he can't, he can't be understood. Like there is no. no, there is no way to understand his motivations. Right. There's no way to understand why he is the way that he is. Right. And what I think is very interesting about these movies is it also shows us how crazy he makes the city or this town. Like the mm-hmm. people that have interacted with him, right, basically lose their minds. Mm-hmm. We see the, we see the doctor who originally wanted to kill him, right, which we find out in this movie. Yes. The doctor originally wanted to kill him. Loomis did, yeah. Was stopped from it and then became so fascinated by him mm-hmm. that he refused to let anybody harm him. And right. we see in the in the 2018 version, we see the doctor put on his mask. Well, that's a different doctor. That's not the same doctor as the original. Oh. The doctor in the, the in Halloween 2018 
because I think Loomis in the in the new timeline, Loomis dies just of I think old age. Oh, okay. But this new and doctor they might have mentioned that. Yeah, this new doctor that we because I, I think Loomis, Doctor Loomis, the original doctor from Halloween nineteen seventy eight, he always thought that Michael should just be killed. Just get it okay. over with. Kill Michael Myers. Don't try and don't try and understand it. Just get it. Just get it over with. Yeah. Just end his life and be done with with the shape. Rid it. Rid it from the world. Right. And this new, but this new doctor's whole idea is he he's he actually does want to try and understand him, which yeah. is why he almost protects him in the first movie. Well, he tries right? to kill. He tries um, to kill Hawkins. The sh- Hawkins, who's the sheriff in this? No, no. he's not. He's he's just, he's just an one officer. of the, he's, a, he's a deputy or something like yeah. that. Um, you, you, you mentioned the mob. Yeah. Um, that's honestly one of my favorite parts about Halloween kills is the, they, they explore the idea of this thing driving a town to the point where they're just gonna, they're forming their own law. Right. They're, they're they're literally forming a mob to go try and kill this guy. And even the law enforcement and, does nothing to try to stop And law enforcement initially, yeah, they like kind of they try a join little in. Some bit. Some of them do join Some in. Some of them do join in. Yeah. They try to like the very beginning, they're like, we can't do this this way. Like we have to be, we have to follow the law. And right. by the middle of the movie, they're like, yeah, we're not going to be able to stop this, are we? Yeah. Like this is going to happen. Dude, the scene, the scene at the hospital. With, yeah, with the other. With the other. Mental patient. Escapee from yeah, the mental from the hospital. Yeah. Um, that first of all, that was super fucking intense. Like oh, watching yeah. him coming into the hospital, literally mm-hmm. just asking for help. Oh Somebody yeah. Somebody help me. Somebody help and me. And all they recognize is he was one of the he, two people from the yep, bus. They think it's him. They so think they, it's Michael so Myers. they start chasing him. They right. chase him up the stairs. He's this mentally ill person who has no idea what's going on. Right. But this mob has become so blinded by right. basically their own fear. It's yeah, it's 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 a great exploration of like one of the consequences of mob mentality is right. that it's really easy to get it wrong. Right. Like you're going you are so like again, it's mobs are really fear driven. You know, you're so afraid of this one thing or this one idea that you will do whatever it takes to get rid of it. And sometimes people who aren't at fault get in the way. And dude, and the flashing the flashing between the mob yelling evil dies tonight and mm-hmm. this guy like just in terror Terrified. in this hallway just as they're absolute, closing yeah. in on him mm-hmm. that was so scary dude super and just so and it and like also de- sad depressing like, it makes, yeah. it like makes you genuinely sad when you watch that scene yeah and then you see the mob kind of dies down and they're looking for validation he right ke- the 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 guy who was leading the mob keeps just he goes over to him and he's like, "That could have been him, right? Like we've never seen him fa- his face. Like that right. could be him. Oh yeah, like that might have been him. Right? Because he wants to justify what they just did, mm-hmm. and there is no justification for it. There is none. Right? And like that, that kind of the psychological aspects of Halloween Kills mm-hmm. are kind of front and center to the story, and yes. they're so interesting because it's oh, parts, yeah. it's parts of the human condition that nobody really understands. Right. Right. And I think I think. Um, Kind of because the mob part was one of my f- favorite parts of this movie, but I think it was also one of the, the where some of my criticisms come from in Halloween Kills. In that, I think in, in a lot of aspects of bringing this mob mentality into the film, they, they they stick the landing with a lot of it, but there are certain parts I think they don't. Like with Tommy Doyle's character, yeah. Um, you know, once the once the mental patient jumps out of the window and kills himself. There's a, a moment with Tommy and Lori's daughter where he's like, I'm, listen, I fucked up. I get it. I'm sorry. And she just kind of almost brushes it aside. Like initially she's kind of like, yeah, yeah you did fuck up. I and mean, look what's happened. 
and then they're kind of like whatever though let's go like yeah. let's so they they kind of i think they get so close to sticking that landing of of kind of realizing the consequences of their actions and then they just kind of move on a little just a little too it's, quick it's a situation that should have carried a lot more weight right in this story than, and i think it's than still, they allowed it to. it still does carry it carries some weight but just not to the point where i think it could have i gotten. think it, i think it carries the weight for the audience like we realize what we just watched right we just but, don't but they don't they don't like validate that feeling for us right in on screen when like they probably the, should have through the characters like we get that validation right. of the consequences of what's going on but the I don't some of the characters don't quite I think realize that mm-hmm. what they did like the consequences of what they did enough that they just don't show it enough on screen at least right um, that was one of my big I guess negatives uh, that I had one of my other ones was some of this dialogue man is just Dude, not good yeah you I I personally I don't think Judy Greer as Karen and yeah. as the mom is good mm-hmm. at all in these movies it just didn't fit i don't her i don't know her i guess just the way her execution of the script yeah i i don't know there's a lot like the mother's character is important yes but i think that the way that she was played took away from her importance i would agree yeah she just again she's great actress does really well in the film she's been in it just didn't i don't know it just yeah you're right it just her her portrayal of the character just didn't. You said Kathy, right? Is that her name? Karen. Karen. It just didn't quite. Yeah. Didn't quite land for me, and it didn't really improve in the second one. Mm-hmm. She has moments that work really. Like I think her her interaction with the mental, the other, the other guy from the from the mental hospital. Yeah, that was good. Really good acting there. Really, that that was really well portrayed. But that's kind of one of the very few moments I can really think of that I thought was well done mm-hmm. by Judy Greer. Um, also, I honestly, I, and I, I say I had a problem with some of the dialogue in this movie. I, I didn't really have a problem with it until the very end when Laurie and Hawkins are in the hospital talking about like, why is this happening? Why do you think this is happening? Like what's going on? Yeah. All of that dialogue to me could have just been thrown out the window. Yep. Throw it out. Don't need it. Don't need any of it. Cause they're trying to explain, they're trying to figure out together why Michael is doing what he's doing. And at the end, the conclusion they come to is probably wrong, or it it's just kind of a uh, it's just kind of a shitty conclusion. Well, and that's what like that's what the film is doing. That's what like, right. That's that, what we're doing exactly. Yeah. yeah. And by the end, we still don't know. So why right. why like let the why let these characters have this long drawn out dialogue? Yeah. About why it's happening when honestly they could what they could have done was just they could have started that conversation and have. Either one of like maybe one of them explain what they think, and then have the other person go maybe. I mean, but actually, we like, don't know. To me, the whole Jamie Lee Curtis in the hospital, basically all of those scenes aren't necessary. Mm-hmm. Though I think it was necessary having her think that Michael was dead. Yes, and I I I like that they sidelined her in this movie because yes. how the fuck is she gonna get around right after getting stabbed in the stomach? Great, that was a great. Right. Great choice to sideline her, but, basically put her on the bench. But, but do we need the scene of her trying to join the mob and hurting herself and then walking back to the hospital bed and everybody pretending like it didn't matter? Right. Do we need her like telling the nurse to leave the room when they're talking about Michael Myers? Right. Do we need to have... That was... I didn't hate that moment though because she's like, get the fuck out! Get out of the room! I didn't... Like, her performance in this movie is great, 
But they're uh, you're right though. There are just right. some of those moments where you're like, even Did dude, that need to the part with like, come on. the part with Tommy Doyle like barging into her room and like that's how it's revealed that she knows Michael Myers is still alive. Where he's like, we're gonna get him, and then she just like was like, okay, go get him. Go like get what? Him. It's I don't know. Go it's get him, Tiger. Just so many of. Not that she was bad in those scenes, but yeah. so many of her scenes kind of seemed unnecessary. Right. Especially when they were pretty intentionally phasing her out of this movie. Right. She was still important, obviously. Yeah. But this movie focused so much more on the town, and it focused so much yeah. more on kind of the actual terror that Michael Myers is causing. Yeah. During this rain. Right. They almost, you know, <clears throat> like we, we obviously we know there's going to be a, th- we knew coming into this movie, there's going to be a third. One. We know he's not going to die. Exactly. And we know Lori's still going to be around too, because yep. why, why kill her and then have ha- a third movie? Because she's she always, has to be. she's always had that direct Because she's going to be him. the one that kills him. Right. So why not just establish that she's sidelined and then kind of just forget about her? Yeah. She's obviously going to be back for the end. And you can have a couple of those scenes like the ones when like when when Hawkins arrives, that's a great scene to have her her there. Yep. Obviously, right? Cuz they're carting him into the same room that she's in. Yep. And maybe have a little bit of them trying to figure out what's going on, but their conclusion shouldn't it shouldn't be this elongated discussion about about Michael Myers with yeah. a conclusion that wraps up at the end of the movie. It should be a it should have it should take a similar tone to the movie itself, which is very confused, yeah. right? And and afraid. And, and it, frantic. It, and frantic. And and their conversation doesn't take that same tone. Right. It takes a completely different tone. Yeah. Which is why that all that dialogue there just doesn't there, doesn't I mean, hit doesn't land for me. There were pow- powerful moments in those hospital scenes. Like dude oh, yeah. when uh when the mom like comes in and sees her son like out on the morgue yeah. table. First of all, yeah. I don't think they would ever have a morgue where the bodies are just laid out and there's a window right there for right. guests right. to walk by and see. Yeah. But I imagine pow- it would be a little bit harder to get into the area where the dead bodies are. A powerful moment where you're realizing you can almost understand how these people are joining the mob. Like why what's happening is happening. Because like you could see like a mom goes in and witnesses that. Oh yeah. She's going to have had enough of Michael Myers. Right. And she will, you know, that's how like the mob forms in this movie. And it kind of makes sense. Um, I, the first movie, I was very excited when Blumhouse was producing this movie. The first movie was still good. Still had some classic Blumhouse elements. This movie was Blumhouse through and through. Like there was oh, yeah. everything about this movie just screams Blumhouse. What and, I love, and, and I love, I love Blumhouse. Jason Blum is a great. They're so uh, good. Blumhouse to me is like a twenty-four, except Blumhouse is focusing more on. I don't know. I like where as a twenty-four is a little more art house. I think Blumhouse is trying to like bring this ambition into the mainstream. Whereas A24 is very comfortable with just sure. being a little more art house and a little more sure. low budget. Whereas Jason Blum and Blumhouse are trying to, they're trying to give us the same creativity and ambition in the mainstream. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I loved about this. One reason why, like despite my criticisms, I dug this movie so much because man, it just, it takes a lot of risks. Yep. It's very ambitious despite some of the eh, lesser, lesser parts you know some some of the parts that that didn't add up at the end there's just there are so many interesting ideas that this movie presents in so many so many ambitious uh i uh themes in in explorations with the characters and with 
the town itself, the town almost becomes a character because mm-hmm. of it turning into a mob. Yeah. And this these two movies are shot so well, too. They just look yep. so good. Dude, and the credits? The credits, dude? Dude, with the pumpkins, this... Both of them. Yeah. Both movies with the pumpkins and the, like, old <sighs> retro-style logo. Oh, yeah. And, first of all, the, like, the credits at the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie, which nobody right. does anymore. Nope. There's so much... There's there's a lot to love about this movie. Yeah. And let me, let me be clear. This is not for everybody. No. Absolutely no, no, not. No, no, no. Nope. If, a lot of people listen, don't love slashers. I will a lot not, of people don't. I, like, we will not mince words. This movie is gory. It is yeah. tough to watch at parts. Mm-hmm. You'll your jaw will be on the floor because you're kind of disgusted by what right. you saw. It's also it, and obviously it's a very incomplete movie. Yeah, it feels very much like a second act in a trilogy that doesn't conclude. <laughs> and and I, I think that's a fair criticism to throw that it like. And this is um this is one of I think a lot of the and I you'll you might you'll get this in in Dune Part One. There are a lot of parallels between this movie and Dune Part One in that. Both of these movies just kind of end. Dune does the same thing. They just exist. They just kind of end because they're saying, we're not done yet, but we can't, you know, I I don't fault the movie for not trying to conclude kind of like the first one did. I think it's a lot easier to conclude a first act than it is to conclude the middle portion. Right. Because to conclude the middle portion means you kind of have to start over again in the third part. But that that's not how it, that's not it how can't it works. happen that way. You know, some some second parts in a in a three part, you know, like a trilogy really do stick the landing well. Like uh I, I always think of like Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back ends well because everyone every good guy has kind of lost. Like they're all down bad. Yeah. Right? Whereas, you know, but that's the Again, I don't think it's a bad thing for a movie to feel incomplete as long as you know that there's going to be a conclusion. Right. Right. So, actually, one of my initial criticisms Mm -hmm. of this new trilogy, even before seeing it, Mm -hmm. was knowing already that it was a trilogy. Right. So, you know that the story is going to be incomplete. Yeah. But what I think they do well is that this, the, the studio, the director, whoever. Yeah. They were never confused that this movie was not the end, right? And and, and so I <laughs> I I find a little like I find some satisfaction in that that yeah. they didn't pretend like this was the end of the story, right? They were right. like they very obviously treated this like there will be more to come, right? They tra- yeah they, again they treated it like part they treated it like act two of a three act. Show and and you know a lot of this, I think a lot of this that people need to realize ties into the fact that you can't sell a four-hour movie. You just can't. You can't sell enough tickets. You can't get enough people into the seats to make a profit. And that's why that's like that's why there's a Dune Part One and not just a five-hour-long Dune movie because right. you can't sell a five-hour movie. You can't in any way. You can't convince people to see it. You can you convince me. Obviously, but we're you know you can convince diehard fans of movies to do it, but diehard fans of movies aren't generally the general audience, yeah. right? They're not the large majority. Same thing with Halloween Kills. Here, you can't sell a four-hour-long Halloween movie because you need to get you need to get enough show times for people to actually go see it. You need to get sure. you know ten view ten screenings per day or, or whatever. Well, and they, I mean, they know their audience. They're right. Their slasher films aren't for everybody. Correct. And slasher films to me are, they're kind of like horror for 
action fans, if that makes sense. I, I get that, yeah. Like, if, if in a way, yeah. For Absolutely. people who don't like, you know, monsters and ghosts and demons and haunting and like all that kind of stuff, like, this, maybe this is the type of horror that they would like. Right. But if you don't want to see a bunch of blood, it's not for you. Don't, not for you. Do not go no. see this movie. Absolutely not. See, that's when, uh, I think a, a distinction you have to make with like between, say, like a, a a Flanagan project, right? Right, is his kind of fear comes through deep seated trauma in how these characters are kind of trying to deal with that trauma or failing yeah. to deal with that trauma, right? Whereas slashers, I think fear in slashers comes from how you shoot the project, how. How people like how a how a serial killer kills someone? How randomized it is? How randomized it is? How um how good it actually looks? And that's why I think these movies are pretty scary because Michael Myers fucks people up, and the way it's shot, and the way it's blocked, and the way the scenes actually play out is is truly well done. And to me, that's it's terrifying Dude, to just they- see some guy just come in and just stab someone with a light bulb. That's fucking. That's fucked when up. When they when they come in on those kids that are on the swing set, yeah. And the kids like the, the kids like or they're they're like we're, there's a guy in a white mask and the mm-hmm. kids are like well yeah it's, everyone's wearing masks yeah they're like well there is that one guy he's who, playing hide and seek we've been with us. hide and we've been playing hide and seek he keeps popping out behind trees and then disappearing and you yeah. look across the park and he's just standing there and he holds up the mat like a bloody mask and you're like what the you're like, like the, who is this yeah. guy? <laughs> Like, the fuck is like going what on? the fuck is wrong with this guy? Oh yeah, and like it just keeps getting darker and darker and like oh yeah. But like there are some cool visuals. There are Great some cool visuals. If you oh, if you can thing. embrace the fact that you're watching something horrible, but yeah. it can still look good. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, yeah. like you're, it's it's not gonna be comfortable. But like some of the visuals are like holy shit. Oh yeah. Some of the action, like some of the fights where you know he's gonna win, you're oh, like yeah. that was super cool. Like in like where when he actually returns to his house, yeah, and uh, there's the the couple there, and you know we've we've kind of established that they're there and they've been interacting with these kids, mm-hmm. and, and they know that it's Michael Myers' house, right? And then Michael Myers comes back, and the first the guy he like pokes his fucking eyes out, yeah. That again, that's just so and brutal. Some and of just, Oh, it's some just of what you don't some of what you don't see is just as brutal as what you do see because you know what happened in the first movie. It's like that when he's um, like when he's stealing his jumpsuit and right. getting his mask back at the gas right. station because you already we, know what he's. Capable we don't of. see all of those kills. We see some of them. Yeah, we don't see all of them, but like you still know what's happening. And yeah. in that scene you just mentioned when he's standing at the window and I think it was Little John. Oh yeah, Big John and Little John. Big John and Little John. I was trying to remember. And fucking <laughs> Little John walks around the corner and he goes, "Michael, you're home." Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And then, oh, no. and then it just it cuts to the outside of the house and you just hear the guy screaming. And yeah. I was like, "Like, I, dude, I was stressed." Oh yeah. During this, this movie. movie is stressful because again, you and know, I got done and I was like, "What did I just watch?" It's already established that Michael Myers is a fucked up guy. Yeah. Do brutal, brutal things. Yeah. And you again, that's why you don't really need to see every death on screen. That's why you don't see all the firefighters die. You don't right. see Big John die. You see Little John gets his eyes poked out. You don't see Big John die. But you don't need to because you know, man, it's gonna be whatever happens to yeah. them is gonna be fucking brutal. Yep. And again, that's why, again, this movie, it is incomplete. It is not a complete story. 
But that's okay because we're going to get a part three just like we're going to get a Doom part is it, two. Is it called Halloween Dies? Halloween ends. Halloween ends. Halloween Halloween kills. Halloween ends. Okay. We're, you're gonna get to see the part three of Halloween. You're gonna get to see the part two of. Do- you're gonna get to see how these stories end, and then as as film fiends, we get to go. All right, we're just gonna watch the whole six we hours get to of watch Halloween. All three of them, because that's how that's how stories like this are intended to be seen. Right. I think. Well, and this one picked up literally at the same time where the first one exactly. ended. Exactly. Which I love when sequels do that. Me too. I love Me it. Me too. I think it plays into the idea again that you're supposed to watch these three Halloween movies in succession. You're yep. supposed to watch them all at the same time. You're not supposed to take a break. There's not supposed to be a year or yep. two in between each yep. project. Yep. Yep. You're just supposed to watch it all the way through. Again, you know, you can't you can't sell that in theaters, but for true fans, you you can understand that they're gonna watch it that way, right? And that's gonna be enough for you, which is why I'm okay with an incomplete ending. I don't I don't care that it just kind of ends with uh, spoiler alert. It ends with Lori's daughter dying, um, at the very end, yeeted. getting yeeted um, by Michael. All right, I'm gonna give final thoughts because yeah. the sun is getting a little low in the sky. Hey, big guy, sun's um, getting real low. <laughs> so I'm down for that? Yeah, I gotta I do gotta get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this. This movie, first of all, we don't get we don't get satisfaction out of this movie. Not a lot of questions get answered. Nope. We have hope that they will. The uh, we have we have hope that somehow, some way, they will figure out how to get rid of Michael Myers. Hopefully, we hope so. I mean, here's the thing: the movie plays into its title, Halloween Kills, and he did correct. Um, and now we know the conclusion is called Halloween Ends. Fucking hopefully this yeah we gosh one can only (laughs) one can only hope dude we like we have to see the end of Michael Myers we have to we have to because this guy let it happen this guy has to be stopped he has to but listen if you're a fan of slashers and you're a fan of well-made horror this is those two things these two movies are exactly if you if you like Blumhouse you'll like this you'll like this movie. Despite the despite the flaws, both of them have them. We didn't and touch you, on Halloween's flaws prefer, much, but if you prefer kind of older horror movies, like classic, to, yeah, to newer like new age, overproduced, overbudgeted horror yeah. movies, yeah, you will like this better. You will you'll probably enjoy this. This movie takes a lot of those classic slasher vibes. And here's the thing, though, it gives us better characters. You're gonna characters you're, that you you might not like, yeah. But you're at least interested in yeah. that aren't yes. just like dumb, drunk teenagers there are trying still, to fuck and then get their heads cut right. off. There, you know? hey, there are still moments of that person's an idiot because it happens right. in every horror movie. Of course. You can't have a slasher movie without stupid people making stupid decisions. Correct. So yes. you might hate some of that. You might hate Michael Myers because he does some fucked up shit in this movie. And you got to watch all of it. Yeah. But Yeah, you do. But you're, you're going to be like... You are going to be in shock. You're going to be in awe. Your jaw will be on the floor. Yep. You will walk away from this probably like I did saying, what the hell was Feeling that? just completely brutalized. Right. For an hour and 40 minutes. Right. Um, yeah. And you know what? That was the intention, and they did it. It's not perfect. There, it's, it's not. It's cheesy in parts. Mm-hmm. There's some, you know, the execution isn't always some, great. Yeah, some the delivery themes, of lines isn't always great. Right. Some things don't play out or, or stick the landing quite as well as other but parts do. As you know, as much as a horror movie and a slasher film can 
this did a lot of things right. Yeah. So I agree. I'm gonna grade it as dude. I'm well, gonna, wait, wait, wait. What, what would you give Halloween 2018? And oh, then give me your grade for Halloween. Ha- Halloween 2018, I probably give a B, like a yep. solid B. That would I would be the same. I don't know if I'm reaching here. I would give Halloween Kills an A minus. I wouldn't blame you because honestly, I was I was thinking Halloween 2018. I'd say around a B, B plus. I would I'd probably give it a B plus. Okay. Halloween Kills though, yeah. And here's the thing. Really well made. Here's the thing. It's not getting as much love as we've given no. it. No. But I think under the constraints and, and for what it's trying to do, it does so many things so good, which is why I would give it such a high grade like an A- minus because mm-hmm. I dug it. And I'm I'm so excited to go back to it yeah. and watch these movies again when Halloween Ends comes out and to be able to, to take uh, – it's going to be, what, hour 43 hours? It's going to be – you know, almost five hours, probably around of, five hours of content worth of a, of a, of a trilogy. Yeah. And to be, just to be able to sit down and consume it that way, the way it was probably originally intended. Mm-hmm. I'm just, Oh, it, you, exci- I mean, you have it to, gets me excited. You have to, to go in with the right headspace though. Like right. you, you have to, right. You have to understand what you're walking into when you, Correct. when you go see these films, yeah. especially this, this you gotta, you gotta understand that it's, it's not like, the movies that came after the original Halloween with all this deep lore, trying to do all these weird interconnected things between the characters. Mm-hmm. These movies, the the three that we have now, Halloween, Halloween, and Halloween Kills, are much more just kind of a classic interpretation of the slasher. Right? Yep. It's it's much more more again, like I said earlier, kind of atmospheric. It it it, it leans in on visuals and and leans in on how these people are actually getting killed. It explores that a little bit more than it tries to connect Laurie Strode and make Michael her brother for whatever reason. It gets rid of a lot of that. It gets rid of a lot of the lore and just focuses on the kills. And I think correctly focuses on the town more, which Mm -hmm. I really liked. Despite not sticking all those landings, I think it's it's better than anything we've had before this. I agree with and you. And I, I dug it. I dug Halloween Kills, man, which right, is why dude. I'm giving it an A minus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Um, f- well, first of all, if you enjoy the kind of themed episodes, uh, this movie could have come out in May and we would have reviewed it anyway. But right, I right. think that we both had so much to say that justified making this our Halloween, our Halloween special episode, this Halloween year. special. Um, there's, there's a lot to, there's a lot to kind of work through with these films. Um, but either way, check us out anywhere that you might check us out. Shout out to all those SoundCloud listeners because hell yeah, you guys are the MVPs. Somehow, some way, some why there's a lot of them. We pull a lot, a lot of <laughs> listens on um, SoundCloud, but we're also everywhere else. Check us we out are. on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple podcasts, whatever, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, check us out on our social media front row seats on Facebook yep. front underscore row media on Instagram front row media one at gmail.com. If you want to get in touch with us, if you want to email us, um, give us, you know, good reviews. Heck can do it. Hit bro. those likes, hit those subscribes, hit those downloads. See if we care if you email us. I don't, I don't. We'll reply. We'll reply, but then not we'll because talk, we care. And then we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, because the next email will be our first email. Correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she. Anyway. Um, anyway. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hell yeah. I I don't really hope you enjoyed Halloween Kills because that'd be messed up. I hope you enjoyed it if you're a fan <laughs> of horror, but hope you didn't watch and go like, I like this Michael Myers guy. <laughs> 
So, um, you know, stay <laughs> safe out there. Um, watch out for. Watch out for crazy guys with a with a um, a, Will, a Bill Shatner mask on <laughs> and a knife in and his a hand. Knife. Listen, even on Halloween, there's still people you gotta keep an eye out hey, for. It's like I said, trust your gut. Hose you know? don't freeze on Halloween, and neither does Michael Myers. <laughs> I think we'll end with. We'll that. We'll take it out on that. All right. See you guys next time. Later.